just made the list. And hollow. You suck, you jackass. What the hell is even that? People, 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 welcome back to Live from the 715. Sorry for missing you last week, but I uh, got a case of the old food poisonings last week, I think. After that, uh, it could have been the tuna at the old classics that we went to, I'm not sure. But <laughs> good God, it, I was so dehydrated because I couldn't keep anything down. <clears throat> I, it, I was dry heaving like I did a case race with somebody. It was that bad. I haven't felt that bad in a long time. Even, even I had COVID at least once, and I didn't feel that bad. Holy fuck, it was bad. So it turns out food poisoning is actually worse than COVID. Yeah. You know, unless you're, well, who knows? Maybe if you're 80 and get food poisoning, you die. (laughs) I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to dispel anybody who lost somebody for COVID. I mean, well, I lost my uncle to COVID, but who knows? Maybe if he had food poisoning, he would have. Is COVID still a thing? I mean, they say it is. <laughs> I mean. They're like, oh, COVID numbers are up. And then two days later, COVID down for two days in a row. And it's, I'm like, well, who the fuck is still uh, reading these headlines? Like, it's not clickbait anymore. Everybody's had it. Yeah. I guarantee everybody has experienced it or had it, whether they got tested or not. And they're like, oh, yeah, whatever. Does it make you kind of wonder, though, that. I mean, uh, you had what- it, didn't you? No. You thought you had it. Uh, you never got tested. I bet you you had it. Like back in probably 2019 yeah. in December, I said I like for like three or four days. But then after that, it's like yeah. I, I broke it. Well, you know? yeah, I had mine for maybe a day and a half. Yeah. And but it wasn't it, to the point where I was like dying. But no, it was I, just... I caught that Delta when it first came out. Oh, okay. The, well, I work in hospitals. So, yeah. And one of the guys we were working with was coughing. And I'm like, this motherfucker's sick. I guarantee it. Well, they just had a thing. I saw, um, I think it was the Royals, Kansas City Royals. They had a play in Toronto, and 12 of their players were not allowed to go to Canada because you have to be vaccinated. Well, their rules are fucking yeah. crazy in Canada. Well, here's All the those people thing. who yeah. said that they want to move to Canada because of elections here or something, right. go fucking look at Canada now and tell me my, that uh, shit. My, yeah, so the Kansas City Royals, whatever, there was uh, 12 players that were in, inactive that could not play because they were unvaccinated, and they can't travel to Canada without being vaccinated. And uh, so then last week, my brother, he had uh, – actually, I think he's still there. Um, he he's had trapped a, in Canada? Yeah, he had to uh, go to Canada <laughs> – for, uh, Do they for have work. DoorDash for blah, blah, blah? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but he's in Canada. I think he's still there right now because, yeah, I, I saw a snap yesterday. Um, but he's there for work. And he's like, this is bullshit. He was actually he was getting on the plane to go to Canada. Mm-hmm. And he had to wear a mask. You have to wear a mask even when you're on the plane. Like around here now, you don't have to in yeah, the States. In, in the States, you don't but have to. But even roll. if you fly to Canada, let's say you fly out of, we'll just say Milwaukee, Appleton, any airport in the U.S. As soon as you get on a plane, you got to put it on? As soon as you get on the plane and if you're going to Canada. Makes total sense. So he had a, he goes, this fucking bullshit. He's like, took a selfie. He's got his mask on. But then uh, he said, otherwise, he's like, even the, uh, I don't know, whatever. He looked like he had a great time. He was, um, uh, you know, working and sitting there golfing on uh Mountain, oh yeah, you showed a, me a, the mountain layback. Yeah, the mountain laybacks and did they have to wear a fucking mask on the golf course? I would assume not. I mean, hey, that's crazy up there, dude. Yeah, so I don't know, but yeah, he was going to like some uh, cattle show, 
Uh, Cattle? Yeah, it's like an international, I think I want to say. It was The place it was huge. Bird of beef? They like had like a rodeo, and then they also have like a cattle barn, whatever, cattle auction. Uh, auction. Mm-hmm. And I guess, I don't know, I'm assuming it must be a big, huge one, because for the company that he works for, it's international company, so they sent him, send, In, we'll send you into Canada. International bird of beef. Yeah. But actually, <laughs> um, last night then, too, yesterday, I was talking to a, a older gentleman. He just got back from Canada. Um, and he said that it was, uh, they went fishing and he went through international falls and he said to, uh, cross the board, he said it was easy breezy. He's like, you just had a, they used to, he said that they had this thing where like when you are thinking of going to cross the border, you had to have an appointment. Like when you come to the border, Oh yeah. but he said that they were just like, he said they have four lanes, but they only had two lanes open. And all he did, he says, I showed him my papers. There was four of us. And he's like, within three minutes, bam, we were. Yeah, they do background checks on you beforehand. So yep. if they show up and you all who are, you say you are, it's pretty fine. But yeah. if you just go up there, you're getting fucking searched and mm-hmm. background checks immediately. You're going to be delayed hours. But they all they took was like just their, you know, fishing poles and stuff. But then also I talked to another guy that we know. And Need he's a leaving. for the duty-free shop. Yeah, uh. And he's um, liquor stores. He said that he's leaving and weed legal too. Yeah, and he's leaving in August or September. But he said I'm going to have fun trying to because he's bringing his firearm because he's mm-hmm. going moose hunting. So he said I'll be uh, well. You got as long as you got the paperwork beforehand, so yeah. it's cleared. You should be okay. But right, good times. Yeah, we got a lot of shit to catch oh up. Oh my on. god, yeah. I mean, well, wait, I better wait. plug our our fucking socials quick. If this is your first time listening, thanks. Appreciates it a whole bunch. Yeah. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at livefrom715. If you want to email a show, you can email us at livefrom715 at gmail.com. Send us in some questions. We got merch ideas. We got all sorts of topics and what's nots. If you got some bad news that maybe we haven't covered, fucking send it in. We'll talk about it. We got nothing better to do. We're drinking in my basement. It's Michelada and fucking Bloody Mary Day right now. Yeah. These oh, ones- or I'll let you uh, finish My Modelo is a little fucking skunky. I didn't put it in the fridge after you brought it last week, but I don't know. I might have to. So I found out now. I was talking to one of our good Latino friends. Mm-hmm. We were talking about chiladas. And he told me, he's like, well, he asked what we, uh, you know, how we make our chiladas, whatever, how you do. And I told him exactly. Ex- he says, don't use Modelo. He's like, use the cate. Tecate, yeah, it's just harder to find and it's more yeah, expensive. But he said that um, Modelo, he's like the Tecate, um, it gives off a better flavor than Modelo does. I'm gonna have to make a red to Woodman's. He says it. Uh, he says that's because he's originally from Mexico, and yeah. he says that's what they. Uh, that's their uh, street. Yeah, chiladas. Tecate light is the bush light of Mexico. Oh, is it? Yeah, every every event, like every like wrestling or boxing, or I see like yeah, fighting Tecate and Tecate yep. light is the. It's like the sports bar drink of, or sports bar beer of Mexico. Um, but, yeah, it's harder to come by up here for some reason. I don't know why. Modelo and fucking Corona got the market corner. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. like it, Bush Light around here, Tecate Light is the same thing down there. Yeah. Like as far as the go-to brand. But whatever. Whatever works, man. It's yeah. easy going down. It's just a little – I shouldn't have left it out. <clears throat> I was going to say Modelo, yeah, just sitting out. Man. Especial. Especial. Um, Robert is not with us, but we're going to go ahead and review. Our classics. We went uh, to classics in Shano. On Lake Drive. Lake Drive, Shano, Wisconsin. 
Um, I'm not gonna pull any punches. <laughs> no. Uh, we did go on a fucking Friday night where it was busier than all could be. And it's during the tourist season, and too. you know, around Shawano Lake is when all the foreigners from down south, out of the 715, we call anybody who's not from the 715 a fucking foreigner, foreigner who comes up on the weekends during summer. Every time we see him, we <clears> play <throat> foreigner then. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the wheel in the sky keeps on burning. That's that Journey. Foreign? Journey, fuck. What's foreigner? Hot-blooded. What's the other one? Jukebox Hero. Jukebox Hero. That's the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Left-handed. Right. Uh, fucking Lenny, not Lenny Kravitz, Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. Wasn't that who they wrote it about, Jimi Hendrix? Was it really? I thought so. I thought I read something somewhere. It doesn't matter. Well, just continue Guess on. Guess what? It's, it's fucking lore now because I said it. Anyway, we get in there. there. We got lucky that, like, four people left the table as we were walking in so we got a table um but i don't know the the main lady who was bartending there was not doing a very good job in my opinion however there was a dude bartending there who was on the fucking ball yes he was that dude i tipped him like i think the bill was 13 i left the 20 for him for yeah, a tip because he was fucking busting ass and i left him an eight dollar tip when i bought yeah, the round i mean Fuck yeah, but I don't like their old fashioned. No, I'll, tell, I'll say it, that it right seemed, now. It's, it was, seemed they were watery. Too, well, they were too muddled. It's like they didn't. I don't think they used any Jero type simple syrup whatsoever. I, I didn't they even just, watch them. I didn't even watch them. When yeah, they were I think they them. just relied on the oranges and cherries in the muddle as the sweetener. Yeah, because then it just seemed like whiskey and water, or maybe that's, they put a little soda. It, it seemed like it just was watered down. And uh, I love mushrooms, but holy shit, those were the worst mushrooms I ever had in a. Mixed drink. They look like they were picked out of the backyard. Well, they were tiny, for one, yep. and I think they were Italian dressing marinated or something, because yep. they were sweet and not tangy and not... It was almost like they were soaked in sugar. So, that was fucking weird. I should have got olives, but I didn't trust anything at that point as far as drinks. <laughs> I, I did see the menu. They had a bunch of mojitos. I was like, fuck, I yeah. should get a mojito. But then... You're switching up the drinks, and they'll get confused at the bar. Just keep her, well, and so will keep your, her moving. And so will your stomach. Your stomach will get confused. Well, we, we sat there for, what, hour and 15 minutes? About hour 15, hour and a half. Yeah. Uh, we did know the waitress. Yes. So she was she was busting her hump. I mean, I can't say anything about the... The help. Uh, the, 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 the help. The, they the probably staff. are understaffed just like everybody else. Yep. She was busting her ass. That one bartender was busting his ass, so... Uh, but it seemed like the other woman who might have been the owner, you yeah, guys said? Yeah, she's the owner. She didn't give a fuck. She she was just there to talk to the regulars or the highfalutin foreigners. Yep. She didn't give a fuck. That, like, we didn't even know if we were going to get served because she's the one who said that somebody will be around to our table to take our orders. So we were looking at a menu for an hour and 15 minutes. I had, like, six old fashions mm-hmm. in that hour and a half. Me and Robert, I think, had three. Yeah. No, it wasn't that fucking... I might have had five then. Yeah, because there was that one point where you two-fisted. Well, it was taking so long to get a drink because the bar was too deep all the way around, and it's not a good bar like that uh, setup. No, the acoustics, and I mean, I like the ambiance well, on That's it. the other like, thing that's cool that they have live music every Friday and Saturday night, uh, so they were setting up for a band too, but it was like on the other side of the bar, so I mean, but still, the bar area, it's like at a weird angle, yes. and then... 
like where there should be an extra three bar stools, there isn't. It's just set up for mixing drinks where there weren't mixing drinks on that little platform anyway. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's I don't like the bar setup, and you know I was getting a little perturbed with the way they make their old fashions. Some people fucking swear by it though, so maybe I'm an outlier. But I mean, there according was a lot to of our people, ratings, there, yeah, there was a lot of people that were there. I mean, it was packed. They, um, I'll say the ambiance is fucking cool. Yeah, if you like, want to go to like, it has like that old. Like 60s, 70s kind of like lounge, yeah, where you have music playing. I mean, they have a lot of art decor, uh, decor around like all band stuff. There's a bunch of old guitars around the ceiling for decorations. There's a bunch of old rock and roll posters, the 60s and 70s. There's a cool little actual lounge, like through some curtains with like an old, (laughs) like reminds you of your grandma's couch. Yep. But then they had like board games and shit in there, and it's like weird. I I didn't get that part. I mean, if it were me, I'd put a fucking disco ball in there and have, you know, black lights and smoke weed. Is that an hookah? A (laughs) hookah lounge? Oh, dude, that's what it should be. It kind of looks like a hookah. It should be a hookah lounge. Pull that curtain shut and put a a smoke filter in there like they used to have in bars bars before they outlawed smoking. That didn't do much. The anyway. ventilator 3000. Well, yeah. <laughs> those were weird because they <laughs> they worked for two weeks, but then nobody cleared the filters. That's the thing. Nobody did. would ever clear the filters. <laughs> so it's like, unless you clean that filter every two weeks. And, and you sh- never see the, doing shit. You and then all of a sudden the, it burns the yep. fucking bar down because the bartender hasn't, or the owner hasn't changed the filter a year and a half. <laughs> they don't even it's take, just black tar. It stops working. <laughs> they just don't use it anymore. Yeah. It's just there for, you know. Yeah, for when an inspector comes in. Yeah. Oh, we got one of those. He yeah. checks the filter. He can't even get it out because it's all black tar. <laughs> Ugh. But anyway, yeah, that'd be a cool uh, little hookah lounge Yeah. if they did it that way, but. The ambiance is cool, um, but it's not really a supper club. club. It's a restaurant lounge type thing. So got to downgrade it a little there. There's no salad bar. There's no uh, after-dinner drink menu type thing uh, that I saw anyway. But the ambiance is cool. They got the old-school candle on the table like I like. Yep. That was fucking awesome. Uh, The ambiance is awesome, but... uh, what else? I thought it was kind of cool, like when you get seated to your table. So it's a way you have to go like through this tunnel, yeah. Like, kind of, and they got records on both sides. It's it's really cool. So how- there's a big bar area, and then when they take you to a dining table, you go through the bar, past the stage, and then this hallway goes like up a ramp into the dining area. And on both sides of the hallway, the walls are like just wall to wall old record LPs. Yep. And it looks really cool. It kind of, and I was telling you when we were, I said it kind of makes you feel when you walk through that hallway that it's kind of like at the House at the Rock, House on the Rock. Oh yeah, because it's the angles and you're yep. going up. Yeah, it kind of remi- kind of like rem- a weird. It reminded me like if I, uh, if you ever was lived in the seventies and you went to like Studio Fifty Four, oh, it yep. seems like that'd be the hallway to the bathroom or something <laughs> like that where people are <laughs> yeah. snorting cocaine. <laughs> that's what it, i'm like oh this is kind of trippy yeah uh so it's cool to go to uh the food was good right. other than i think i got sick <laughs> i ordered the fucking uh seared ahi tuna orange teriyaki and it did not taste like orange or teriyaki it just tasted <laughs> like soy sauce it tasted good but holy shit was i sick the next night and then the next day 
I don't know. I can't confirm nor deny right. that I got sick from that, but I did order it rare. So it was good. It tasted delicious. Yeah. But uh, what, Robert got the blue cheese bacon wrap yep. tenderloin, and the blue cheese, I don't think it was blue cheese. It tasted like feta cheese because <laughs> he's like, taste this. Am I crazy? I'm like, no, that dude, that's not blue cheese. That's not blue cheese whatsoever. <laughs> uh. But he ordered it medium rare. It came medium rare, so they cooked it right. Yep. You had the... I had the um, the poor man's lobster, which I... Oh, yours was the best dish out of the... Because I took a, one of those pieces of bread or rolls and dipped it in that garlic butter sauce. Yep. That was the tits. It was It was really good, yeah. I mean, it was... I... That was and a, you can't really fuck up poor man's lobster. No. But so. see, like a lot of times, like when I go to places and get poor man's, I get the the cheese on top melted over the top. This mm-hmm. time it was just you know with all the seasonings and in that sauce, it was like white wine and oh, a yeah. bunch white of other wine, things. Butter and garlic. Yeah, and it was really ones. good. It was fucking delicious. And I had uh, I baby <laughs> reds. I had baby red. Um, oh, their special potato. Yep. They got like baby reds with cheese chives and chives and, and sour, sour cream. cream. Yep. Yeah, I just had the because I didn't get potato. It came with like a vegetable medley with jasmine rice. Tasted decent, but like I said, the sauce on that fucking tuna, it was just soy. It's all I could taste was soy. And also the thing is, is the dining room, it's not that big. I mean, they don't, it's a lot more for larger groups. So we yeah, had a, so we had a group you of, either need two or three people or you need 15 people. Yep. <laughs> There's no like six people tables. So, and there's three of us. So as soon as we, we had like the smallest table and area, but we sat right next to the window Got to watch people smoking crack in the parking lot. <laughs> what? <laughs> there were those two, those, those two weirdos that uh, they're like. I didn't even see that. Uh, remember when that one guy with the classic car pulled in? And yeah. I'm like, oh, he's going to hit them crackheads. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they look. They did not look like they should ever be in a dining establishment. No. Those two guys. Anyway. They're probably just like waiting for the people <clears throat> to walk outside. So yeah. Money, sir? So I gave it. Overall, I gave it a seven, uh, just because the wait staff were busting their ass. Yep, and the ambiance is the coolest one we've probably been to so far. Like as far as the lighting, it was dim lighting, candles on the tables, live music, um, just the cool like the record hall. The yep. Guitars on. They had a little lounge, it so that kinda, made up. It for almost like, feels like you're walking into a, like a little, uh, like club. Yeah, well, a music hall of fame of some sort that has a, a restaurant. Almost like a hard rock cafe type deal. Yeah. So I gave it a seven. Robert gave it a seven. You gave it a seven point five. I did. So averages out to a seven. So good job, classics. Do better next time. <laughs> Well, I, I guess we went on Friday and everybody was having yeah. fish fries, so maybe I should have got a fish fry instead of a fucking tuna. Well, what's what's really nice because like sometimes I was probably you the only guy that night that ordered that because there's a lot of times like well I wouldn't <laughs> say there's a lot of places, but there are some supper clubs or restaurants where on Friday all they do is do uh, Friday fish fries, so they don't do like you know regular menu. Yeah, whereas then they did have the regular menu for meat and all that then too on a Friday. So well, that's one thing Robert was saying is maybe on. Fridays and Saturdays when they're super busy, they need to dial down. They have a need a Friday menu and a Saturday menu, and yeah. not have a full menu like they did because it's a it's any restaurant. If you can do like three or four things really well, people come back and back and back and back and come to you. 
But if you have a big complicated menu and you can't deliver on it, you need to scale that fucker back on Friday and Saturdays. Right. <clears throat> so it gets our lowest score of any of the supper clubs we've gone to thus far, but it was still okay. It was still, yeah. I'm, you know, it, it, like I said, the food was good. I, I, I thought, you know, obviously my plate was. <laughs> uh, I didn't wake up feeling like death well, I warmed didn't over fe- me. I didn't. In the morning, I didn't feel that bad, but as the day progressed on that Saturday, I just felt because you had the beanbag tournament that day. I did, yeah, that Saturday. And uh, I was like, I'll come out later. And I was like, ugh. <laughs> God, I, I just felt like nauseous, like I was going to throw up. Yep. And then that night, I woke up and I fucking threw up. I didn't eat anything all that day either. No. And then that night and into the morning, like there was nothing left in my system. I was just. You know, that bile shit you get yeah. after there's nothing left in your stomach. Yeah, it was like 8, 9 in the morning, and I'm, I texted you. I'm like, no fucking podcast today. I'm legit sick. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay, get better. <laughs> That's all I said. Oh, then Robert was like, was it the tuna? And I'm like, I think so. <laughs> He's like, they're disqualified. <laughs> I give them a maybe three we'll hey, maybe got, we'll give them a second chance in the winter when they're not so busy and fucking could very well be I mean yeah uh, I mean if it's not so much crazy and well we a said, lot of these restaurants too are are dealing with short staffing yeah. I mean you you can see it on um like but on all Facebook. these other places we went to too they're right. short staff but uh, you know a lot of like you see some of them where they're putting on their Facebook you know. Sorry for the inconvenience, but we will be closing early today, or we're yeah. going to be closed for today due to short staffing. Yeah, well, they raise the minimum it's the wage. Belly, and then, it's the belly of the beast. Yeah. This is the problem. If you keep putting people on part-time jobs, like they want to, I don't want to get political. Yeah. If they dote this big, oh, unemployment's lower than it's ever been. Well, that's because you raise the wage and people are just quitting jobs left and right, and it's a... At one time, yeah, the employment rate might be down, but overall, over the course of, you're having massive turnover everywhere. Yep. So, I mean, look how many places around here are looking for bartenders. That used to never be a problem. Around here, you used to have to fight to get a bartending job. I can remember my uh, my dad used to, uh, after he would get done with his job for the week, then he would go and work at supper clubs. He would go and bartend. So because you could make 150 right. bucks in a so night he just would on actually, tips. Yeah. So at the time, Bookwoods, which is now Antlers, mm-hmm. uh, he bartended there. He bartended at Seagrids, and he would do it Friday and Saturday evening, and it'd be an extra, you know, three four hundred dollars for a weekend. Yeah. yeah. People aren't doing that no nope. more. I mean, where the fuck? Like even just like fast food places. I noticed, like the other night, I was or I forget when it was. I was like, ah, I should go to. Just get some fries from Burger King because I didn't want to fucking cook. You went to Burger King? I wanted to. Shit, I haven't been there in like three years. They close at 8.30 now. Huh. Surprise. But it's like, okay, well, you're not not even open past 8.30 and you're, I mean, how, I don't understand. Burger King, that's a sketchy Burger King. uh, It always has, man. You know how they have like those ratings? That is actually the lowest rated Burger King in the area. (laughs) Yeah. You should like if you ever get a chance, just go on the reviews and just read about the Bondwell Burger, Burger King. King. Oh my God, you're gonna <laughs> laugh, and then you think, "Yeah, I'm never going there." I go there every once in a while just because it's in town, and now that they got that app, 
It's a lot easier oh, to... Oh, you can just order well, it? Well, they can't fuck it up because it's... You... Like, if you want to customize something... Right. It's in the app. You already selected it. You don't have to fucking explain anything through a speaker. Just be like, you know, order number 20 for Brian. Okay, pull around. It's all there in fucking writing. You don't have to worry about somebody fucking it up. Right. So, but they still fuck it up. Of course they do. Jip me and give me seven chicken nuggets instead of eight. Goddamn <laughs> gypsies. <laughs> no fucking barbecue sauce. Oh, that's You sons son of, of a bitches. <laughs> You're lucky I got plenty of condiments in my fridge, and that's about it. <laughs> he said condiments, not condoms. Well, I don't know why you, you, have to, you have I don't to know why you would want to keep condoms in your fridge. Well, you have to move the pickles and you'll find them, but <laughs> <laughs> right next to the Trojans for who? You know, just in case. So, there's a Kyle Canane bit where he's like, "I understand gun nuts." He's like, "I feel like gun nuts feel about guns the same way I feel about condoms." Like, I don't need all these guns, but I better have just in case. <laughs> you know, he's like. Yeah, you know, if somebody comes around the back door, I got a shotgun next to the fucking screen. It's the same way I'm like, well, what if a hot young lady comes over? I got a pack of Trojans behind the PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to play Grand Theft Auto? No, like go behind the game. I can't wait for a couple weeks from now. Well, we should go over the... Uh, we had an eventful Dairyland baseball game the other night. Oh, my God. Live from 715 fucking cleaned up on the raffles, boy. Holy shit, did we ever. You won 300, I won 100, and then our buddy Josh won the 1,000. Yes. And then, Nobody's uh, luckier. And then one of the girls that we know, she won the 50-50 raffle, $474. What was that? Abby. Oh, no shit. Yep. I didn't know I didn't see who won that. And after everybody won, you know, from around, everybody was like buying cases of beer and just yeah. giving them to everybody and it came to the point where they ran out of they bush light. They ran out of bush light, I, yeah. And nobody wanted the Coors light. Yeah. <laughs> and you're the only one who drink it Pabst. Yep. <laughs> well, I dude, after everybody started piling into the pavilion, I was like, I'm going to Irish goodbye this and get the fuck out of here cuz I was on call for work and I was like this is all that needs to happen. I'm going to start pounding beers, and I'm going to get called, and I'm going to get fucked. Right. And I was like, I'm going to spend this whole hundred. and then it, So I'm like, fuck this. I'm going to put it in a wallet and save it for Wisconsin Rapids. There you go. So uh, that's going to be a good time. Craig sort of, hey, when you guys go into Wisconsin Rapids, I'm like, eh. What did you say? Like, sorry, bud. I'm like, I couldn't get six people because if Tony would have gone, then right. I would have got six tickets and counted on Craig to go. So I was like. And when I bu- I went to look for hotel rooms and there was only two fucking hotel rooms left and I'm like it's four people I'm just like these two guys were supposed to go last year and they didn't get to go and so I'm like next year I'll be sure to get you in plus I was like I gotta get all and he's like well just let me know next time and I'll fucking get the hotel myself because I was like because I, I bought the hotels for all right. of us I, I'm like I don't want to get buy fucking three hotel rooms and. All you of a sudden, what, have somebody you know drop what out. You should say is you should say in case something happens, you can if you want to be on standby. Yeah. Because you never. Well, I did say that. I'm like, well, if somebody drops out, you're gonna be my first call. He's like, and I was talking to Dino at the time. He's like, Dino, you should just not go and give me the ticket. You're not gonna have a good time at all. <laughs> he's like, it's not even a good time. <laughs> yeah, Dino, you're not gonna have fun at the game or at Venus. Yeah. <laughs> 
You're gonna you're gonna be sitting outside. Smoking, I think that you're gonna go outside smoking heaters like it's a record album well, picture. I'm, I'm pretty sure every single girl who worked at that strip club smoked, so he's probably gonna get the most action out of any of us. <laughs> he's gonna be talking to every. He'll know all their backstories and names and everything by the end of the night. Uh, <laughs> I'll take you into the night. <laughs> so. The, uh, uh, the Rafters, Wisconsin Rapids Rafters, yep. they already clinched the playoffs. They're the number one team in all of are. the Northwest League. Like, the, I think they're 38 and 10, something like that. They have less than 10 losses. Okay. Uh, they clinched playoffs already. It's not even, I think there's two months left in the season still. That's how far ahead they are of everybody. Yeah. So it should be a good game to go to anyway for the quality of baseball. But, yeah, the ambiance there, the fucking raft that they put your beer on a little raft and you got a river trough that's in front of you and they float your beer down to you on a little beer koozie raft. It's fucking cool. And it's like 40 bucks all you can drink, all you can eat. They got a little shitty buffet with hot dogs and pulled pork behind you. So that's awesome. So overall... The ra- oh, fuck, not even close. So they're in the Great Lakes West division. Yep. yep. They are thirty-eight and nine. But that, that's, and that's, that's the this overall, overall. Yeah. Yeah. Um, overall, they're the best. Their first, too. their first half, they went uh, twenty-nine and six, and the next team was nine and a half back. The Fond du Lac spiders. Doc Spiders. Yeah. Yeah, and so in the second half right now, which they, I mean they already they're still in the uh, in the second half. They're nine and three, and um, yeah, they're destroying sec- their division. And but surprisingly, there's the, the team too. that's in second's only a half game back. The Wausau Woodchucks. Yeah, they're good, but yeah, it's gonna be good. I forget who. I think they're playing the. I think they're playing the Woodchucks when we go, so that's gonna be a good fucking game. It's either Fond du Lac or Wausau mm-hmm. when we go on August twelfth. Yes. So. <clears throat> looking forward to that we're going to take the podcast equipment with us and do a podcast from the hotel room because we're not going to have time to do it that weekend at all so we'll give you a good uh little update on the game and a stripper story or two because we know robert and dino sleep like fucking yeah they logs, do so that i'm going to put them in a room and then me and you will be in a room so we can get up at eight and uh do a podcast and they'll still be sleeping <sighs> Yeah. It'll be 1 p.m. before we go out to a bar, I guarantee. Oh, I guarantee it. So. <laughs> I'll be walking around and be like, we've already had mimosas, and yeah. we're half already pissed up. That's why we're going to have to bring some, we're going to have to bring a little cooler yeah, full of some drinks so we well, can make a pregame. One of the guys I work, or not one, not one of the guys I work with, one of the guys I know, he works um, third shift at Reinhardt. Mm-hmm. And Friday morning, he sent me a snap. I was at work already because I go to work at five. But I noticed in a, like at seven o'clock, I'm like, huh, I have a snap from him. Here he put the time, 6.55 at Hensel's with the bush light. <laughs> He's like, time to start drinking. <laughs> Friday morning at Hensel's at 6.55 in the morning. Hey, that's the place to go. Yeah. It's the only third shift bar. I yeah, think, they open at six. The The Thirsty Bee used to be one, too, down by there, too. But. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but we're going back to the uh, the Bronco game when we were talking. So um, 
Why don't we talk about some of the shit that happened during the well, game? Well, first off, it was a pretty good game. Uh, it was Cecil Mudhens versus the Bondwell right. Broncos in the championship. I didn't make it to any of the games during the week for the tournament. Yep. Uh, it was rainy all week. They got one day that they actually got rained out, and that was the day I could go. Um, Wednesday? Tuesday. Tuesday? Yep. But then Wednesday and Thursday, I couldn't. And Monday, it was sort of rainy and shitty out, too. So, uh. The championship game, Mudhens versus the uh, Broncos, and we have plenty of friends in Cecil, so the bleachers were just full of all of us, you know, friends, cracking jokes and whatnot. Our buddy Trevor's the best. Drinking a lot of beer? We drank a lot of beer. A lot of beer. Um, anyway, the the Cecil team's maybe half the age of the Bondwell team, like in size and, like, it looks like they're a bunch of muscled-up old men playing against a bunch of teenagers. Yeah. And they tr- Cecil trounced them like for the first three, four innings. There were a ton of errors, and a guy we used to go to high school with, he's a bit older than us, still playing, still, you know, it's the most important thing in the world. Uh, he peaked in high school. Yes, <laughs> he did. And uh, so he's been playing baseball his entire life, since Little League. So he should be used to chirping from the other dugout, and what? And he made two errors. One was laughably horrible. Yes, like he threw he he made a decent play in knocking down the ball, but then there was a guy going to second, and he <laughs> Shaq couldn't have caught the ball he threw to fucking <laughs> second base. It was over his head and into the outfield. The guy rounded third and scored. So they were giving him some shit from the other dugout. He's got a loud voice, so he was angry at himself, obviously. At the top of his voice, just yelling, fuck those guys, fuck you, you want to come out here, I'll fuck kick your ass. So the ump, uh, he first warned him, he's like, hey, fucking, he didn't swear, but fucking, yeah. he's like, hey, calm it down. And he's like, you sure what they're fucking saying? It's, and then he <laughs> tossed him, yep. and then he just kept going, and it's like, people in the crowd are like, there's kids here, you idiot. Like, he just embarrassed the hell out of himself. It's like, dude, you're 42 or 43 years 41, old. 41. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be 42 this year. He's got to be. Uh, He's a year younger than me. I'm 42 right now. Oh, whatever. You're 40. Yeah. You're a fucking 40-year-old, and you're acting like a toddler that threw a tantrum. Yeah. About, about a bunch of kids half your age that you're playing against. They're kicking your ass. You're too old. Fucking sit down. But no, he just like... He almost had to be restrained. That's how bad it was. Yeah. And it's like, if I was the coach, I'd be like, take off that uniform. You're never wearing it again. I mean, he just totally embarrassed himself he and did. the team. It was one and of the worst. it was wor- also because I, I'm assuming also what had to do with it was is they were down 7-1, so they're not playing to the, you know, their championship level, if you want to say that, but... It does. They're playing adult little league. Is yeah, the, that's what it is. It's not like they get a cash bonus or anything. <laughs> it's not like they get. And did you see? They're this? losing money just playing. And did you see the size of the trophy? Yeah, it, I've seen. I've seen participation <laughs> trophies bigger. You know, uh, so it's laughable. I saw dart plaques bigger than yeah. that. <laughs> so. You're, the whole reason you're even out there is because you love baseball and you just want to have fun. Right. You took it all out. Like You took the fun out of it. You took everything out of it because you're a dumb douchebag. Yeah. Holy fuck. That was insane. And one of our buddies texted us because he was sitting in some other bleachers. He's like, 
Looks like the old man's telling everybody to get the hell off his lawn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, well, yeah. What was also another thing um, with the whole thing with uh, with him? Shit, I'm gonna have to try to remember. I don't remember because but, we were. So anyway, it was a decent game, but like Cecil was up like what seven one or seven one, and it came back. It was six to nine. Yep. Or six to eight. Eight six. Well, and then they scored another run, and then ten seven was the final. It was actually my cousin's son threw a complete game. Yeah. Uh, for Cecil, and he won the game. Me and Tyler were both like, "When are they going to take him out? His they arms got to be junk." Yeah, because they must not have had any other good pitchers at all, because they didn't even have other they're guys. They're saving him up. for. They're saving him for. They're saving their pitcher for today, because <laughs> we're going to the Mudhens game today. Yeah, but oh, it's booster day. It wasn't like a championship <laughs> no where shit. you get a trophy. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it was it, all in all. I mean, it, uh, the there was a shit ton of people. A there. shit ton of people. Um, I mean, unless you get somebody like last year, that's like the Lakeman or was, was there fucking town? Uh, the oh, you mean Wanaki? It was Shano against Navarino last year. No, it was the Lakeman. The what are Wawatosa or oh Wapaka? But Wapaka Lakeman last yeah, year. But I remember. I could have swore it was Shano against Navarino. No. Because Shano won. That was one of the games that was, but no, the Lakeman won the whole thing last year. I'm gonna go I'm through on. their old, uh, their old post from yeah, last year. Yeah, that's fine, but I'm I'm almost certain it, because there was so many, uh, people there from. What the fuck was the town again? Wapaka. Wapaka. Because we're like, where the fuck do all these people come from? And then you see they're wearing baby blue and. Oh, I uh, I also got a jersey. Oh, yeah, they were giving away all old jerseys that players had left yeah. behind. So a lot of old-school Broncos jerseys, they're like, here, wear your fucking colors in the now, in the stands. Yeah. So you had a number 31. we got to find out who that was. Yeah, if, you, if you're listening <laughs> and you, you were number 31, <laughs> could, will you please Broncos. sign it? Will you sign my jersey, please? Yeah. <laughs> you can contact us on our social medias or email live oh, from 715. I'm getting close to it. Championship but. games coming up. Yeah, all right. Uh, but all in all, it was. Uh, Who else won money? Doesn't matter. Mm. We should we should look into getting better speakers for the outside and in that yes. fucking jukebox. Well, okay. Did you guys try playing that jukebox? Uh, they they started trying doing it again, and it okay, like so yeah, you are it. right. So last year, Wapaka Lakeman were the champions. Goddamn right, I'm right against the Lobos. It was sixteen to one. Yep. The year before, I know Navarino yeah. won. Uh, but yeah, the, the speakers, whatever. But I did talk to uh, I talked to one of the ladies who's on the the committee or whatever that's on the uh, Bronco I'm go board. Mix another drink. Okay, she said that uh, I told her I'm like I have old speakers like that that are sitting in my storage unit. I said that I don't use anymore, and she goes, "Do you know how that you could do how you could go about fixing that speaker?" And I go, "Yeah." I'm like, "I'll just take the old speakers out of my old DJ speakers I have, and then I'll put them into the jukebox." And she goes, well, she's like, I don't want to, you know, make you have to waste your time doing it. I says, I know exactly what I'm doing, so I'm going to fix their uh, fix their speakers on their jukebox coming up within the next week or two. And also, I spoke with a few of the board members, if that's what you want to call the Broncos. Uh, coming up next year, my company, Beantown Entertainment, is going to be sponsoring a baseball night. It will be a Friday night. It will be 
dollar night or buck night. And what's going to happen is, is I will, um, beer and hot dogs will be a dollar. Burgers will be a dollar. And all the consumer or the, the fans, all they have to do is pay a dollar and I cover the rest. For the admission? For, not for the, no, for uh, anything. It would be dollar beers all night. Oh, so you're so it was a two dollar beer. Yeah, so they're I'll, paying a buck. You're paying a buck. Correct. And then well, look at you. So they already thought that that was all a great idea. So then, well, yeah, uh, it's free for them, <laughs> right? And uh, so they're gonna let me know. Well, when uh, the season next year comes out, and we're gonna figure out a a Friday night to do you it. You could probably get like vibes to chip in on that too if you wanted. They're going to. Uh, they're like, well, we should do it against either Cecil or Navarino. I said, yes, great idea. Yeah. Because, you know, that usually brings in a bigger crowd. That and those are the, your, you know, your customer base anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, that's going to be coming up next year. Sweet. What are you going to call it? Beantown Summer Nights? Hey. See, this and is then, why you're friends with me. And then somebody me. then told me then. <laughs> What would be a really great idea is if you did like a turn, like if you did that for that night and you did like a turn back the clock and then you brought your speakers and then in between like innings and during warmups, you had music playing, but it'd be like, you could have turn back the clock so you could play seventies music all if night. I can turn back time. Yeah. So I don't know. I some things that's going to be, you know, working its way. So you, know. you better hope that they're not playing one of those teams when it's your Beanbag tournament. No, otherwise you're gonna have to switch the date to the Bean Darn tournament. That right, bang, bang. Yeah, that that went really well too. I mean, in the because uh, you always had it after the Fourth of July. Yep, Saturday after the Fourth. Speaking of the Fourth, yeah, we never talked about that because it no. was last week. Yep, talk about a rainy, shitty fucking day. Yeah, the parade was nice. I heard it was uh, it was uh, a huge crowd, and what really does suck. Is at first when the parade got over with, there had to be at least there no lie, there had to be at least twenty or not. I, I would say about twenty five hundred people there. Holy shit! We had four hundred and eighty three kids sign up for a bike. Wow! And how you had like one hundred and forty or one hundred and eighty bikes? One hundred thirty eight. Huh. One hundred forty. Yeah. So, I mean, huh. if if you just think about that, that's four hundred eighty three kids. Okay. Even that's, if it's two kids per parent, that's another two hundred and. So that's you're talking about 800 people right yep. there, just parents and kids and bikes. Yep, bikes, bikes. Um, yeah, I'm glad I wasn't bartending the, during that time. <laughs> yeah, we had to bartend from five to seven, and it was slower. Well, it was raining it constantly. Was constantly, there was probably only 30 people around. Yep. Um, but I'm glad handed to some folks, got some hugs. From some drunk old people. Yep. We're not saying her name. No. <laughs> she said I had beautiful eyes. I thanked her. I'm like, you You might be the only person who ever said that to me. <laughs> <laughs> She's always a blast to be around, though. Oh, Even when her. she was younger, when they, when mm-hmm. I would always be in their, uh, their pool. I bet you when you were younger, you were a real hot piece of she fuck was. berry pie. <laughs> Fucked berry pie. <laughs> hey What was that fucking movie with Dade Cook? Uh, my oh, Best Friend's my Girl. Best, my Best Friend's Girl. Yeah. <laughs> where he was girlfriend's Bob. Yep. He just decided to ruin everything. He's like, I bet back in the day you were a hot piece of fuckberry pie. <laughs> and she looked offended at first and goes, you're goddamn right I was. <laughs> <laughs> and he backfired on him. 
But yeah, I mean, otherwise the fire. I mean, once the fireworks and all that started, hell of a. It stopped raining by the fireworks, but see, they fire them off right behind my house, and the wind and the humidity was just right. So every time they fired a firework, it just left all the smoke in the sky. And I'm sure you could see it fine from the park in the yeah. opposite direction. Yes. But all I saw was lit up clouds every time a new one went out because it was just a thick, dense cloud of gun smoke that just yeah. sat in the sky. It was a hell of a show, though. <laughs> 40, almost a 35, 40 minute fireworks show. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I couldn't see most of yeah. it. So I just went in halfway through it. And one good thing that was really nice is we had a lot of great, we had a lot of people saying that. Even though that the weather was shitty, that for us to continue it, you know, still, yeah. you know, they they still loved it. Um, and the fact that the fireworks show, they they said that our fireworks show is probably one of the best around the area. Now. I heard a bunch of people say that was better than Shano's. Yeah, well, they, everybody always says now Shano's is bad, and uh, everybody all just goes by Coons Bait and Tackle when they do their fireworks show. Yeah, or the oh. Coons, Coons. They do one in that little next to the airport. Coons Bait and Tackle is over on by Lake Drive. No, Coons Bait and Tackle is right next to the bowling alley in Shano next to right. the airport. Oh yeah, right by the yeah, but yeah. on Lake Drive. Yeah, but they do that. Yeah, they, after that. Well, uh, what I'm saying is where they shoot them off in that field next to the bowling alley. I think they do it actually right in the their gravel parking lot they can't i guarantee that hotel maybe there would fucking raise a stink or maybe they do it i don't know what they have for backyard no there's there's uh there's apartment buildings behind them there's no way they i don't know unless they do it you know without uh notifying anybody and they just say fuck it if we get arrested we get arrested <laughs> well they they've been doing it for the past how many years and uh, they uh they've been known as the better like people will all say, Shano fireworks, don't forget, but can't wait to watch the Coons Bay and tackle one. Well, the White Clay Lake fireworks were pretty good this year. <laughs> my parents said they could see it from my, their house. Oh. <coughs> well, a couple good. boys we know spend yep. a couple grand on fireworks each year and have a big old party at their house next to the White Clay Lake. And yep. uh, it was pretty intense this year. I didn't make it, but my parents said it was a hell of a show. Well, there, see? So... Oh, yeah. Did you see uh, 4th of July? They have always the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Oh, and Joey about- Chestnut won, and he, like a protester, ran in front of him yes. and choked him out. <laughs> choked him the He's got two out. hot dogs in his mouth, and he's choking out a fucking protester. <laughs> and he throws him to the side and just keeps fucking chugging him down. <laughs> that guy is That a guy's pro. a real American yeah. hero. <laughs> I saw that. I went, are you serious? This really happened at the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest? Well, nobody knew who the guy was. Like, they thought maybe he was one of the guys helping, like, to put in a bucket or something. And all of a sudden, he had some fucking weird mask on and a PETA t-shirt or some shit. Yeah. And just, just, that's like, huh? (laughs) Fucking just (laughs) threw his arm around him in a rear naked choke and then just tossed him to the side and kept on shoveling down fucking hot dogs. That's a real American right there. That's a real American. Joey Chestnut. Joey's n- <laughs> we, we should get, we, I wonder if they're going to come up with shirts. Joey Chestnut, the that real guy, American. Yeah. <laughs> have, like well, those, uh, well, he's choking the guy out with a hot dog in his yeah. hand. <laughs> he's got... <laughs> I sent that meme to people where they had like two, he had two hot dogs in his mouth, yeah. and he was about to grab another one. And so his mouth was just full of hot dog, and it was... Uh, 
the meme said <laughs> Netflix are you still watching <laughs> and some guy's daughter just fucking choking on dick right here now that would be right there's the picture that would Joey Chestnut the real American hero <laughs> I have a big American flag behind him <laughs> it said expose he said expose Mythfield Death Star. Oh, okay. Sure. Nobody knows what the fuck you're talking about, protester. He was wearing a Darth Vader mask. Yeah, that yeah, he was wearing a Darth Vader mask. What too. A fucking if he wasn't high on mushrooms, he should have been. You know what been really funny is uh what you do cause he the, the hot dog counter, you had twelve right there. And then you could have just put Joey Joey Chestnut in twelve rounds. <laughs> <laughs> Choking out guys. <laughs> Twelve uh, rounds of the UFC. I ch- choked down four Frankfurters and a guy named Jerry. Hot dogs isn't the only thing I choke on. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. We got the cornrows coming up. Yep. It's gonna be hotter than fuck. I got a feeling. Always is. Last Usually, year, I sweated worse than I've ever. Yeah. Ugh. This year, I'm not gonna be able to get there till late, so I'm gonna have to have you cook the old brats till i get there yep but i'm coming prepared because they always fucking say oh yeah well we got long tongs and no they don't they have regular they have fucking shit. so i've got a set of fucking 32 inch long tongs and trust me that grill that we use you put your hand just a little above the grill and you're burning yourself yeah all your hair are gone yep so i've got a really long tongs this year and they never have a fucking pan to transfer the brats to the uh, no, they didn't. Foods thing. So I'll bring a pan and tongs so we're prepared because yep. nobody fucking else is. We got to make sure both of us are at the meeting this weekend. Yep. Week. So usually that thing, when, this is what sucks, though, is because usually after the cornrows, it's like, yep, summer's coming to an end. And it's just like that fast. Yeah. I mean, it's almost over already. It is. Usually they say after the 4th is when it starts just going fast. I mean, because now the days are getting shorter. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, all the festivals or all the, you know, you had Rockfest last week. That's done. Okay, so you. Hodeg is done. Hodeg is done. Crannon's racing thing, I think, uh, is done. No, they, well, they have their Two big one them. in Labor Day. Labor Day weekend, they have their but big one. But they had one already that, like, they're early. I think they had one, like, uh, the week before the 4th of July. Um, Because I remember some people being up there. uh, Whatever, it doesn't matter. I saw a bunch of people up there for a race on my Snapchat. But it wasn't the big, 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 big one. No. There's probably some motorcycle rallies around left. Usually at the end of summer is when they all fucking do their shang. Shindig. Shimbashindig. Yeah. Because I I haven't seen a lot of, like, past my house. Usually you'll see these big, huge, long... uh, bike rallies yep where there's like a hundred bikes i haven't seen one i haven't of those seen this year. one yeah i haven't seen one in a while so i'm wondering if they save that till it gets a little bit cooler so they aren't burning their legs on their exhaust uh one thing also i don't know if you saw it or not um so you know plasky poker days is coming up this coming weekend oh, yeah. okay did you hear their new uh their new thing that they're doing to imp or what they're trying to do to make money N- strippers 
Yeah, wouldn't that be something? I mean, I'd go for the first so time. So check this out. School. Okay, this is what they po- they posted on their Facebook page four days ago. Okay. Attention, Pulaski Poke Days attendees. We have some changes to the 2022 event. Admission prices are as follows. Thursday, it's $5. I can remember Thursdays used to be free because they had the fireworks that night. Friday and Saturday, $20, and and Sunday is free. Okay, children under 12 are free with a parent or guardian. We also implemented that all guests are required to purchase a $2 wristband to purchase and consume alcohol. That's fine. Two bucks, who gives a shit? The wristband is good for the entire weekend. There will be a separate location to purchase the alcohol wristband. I just thought to myself, you have to pay to get a wristband now. Yeah, that's dumb. It should just be part. If you're raising admission anyway, you should just get it. But I'm looking at it this way. $20 to get in. Yeah. $2 wristband. Yeah. $5 beer. You didn't have anything yet. You had one beer, and that's it. And it cost you $27. <laughs> Or what, what did the prices used to be? I have no probably like three maybe. Admission but, used to be three. Bucks. Oh no, admission! I I don't know. We would always only go on Thursday night because that was the free night. No, there was like cheapskate. there was time. Well, no, <laughs> they they usually called that the local night, is because yeah, you could bring a canned good and that was your balls. yeah. But I thought to myself, you want to know what? I guarantee this is what's going to happen. So there's that bar, and which one? Thankfully. They uh they helped sponsor our uh one of our shows on the oh, sign and podcast. Sign-in. Uh the Mountain Bay Mountain Bar Bay. and Grill. They uh they sponsored uh yeah, they that's right next to the, the wings grounds, isn't it? Yeah. So or I the said closest I, one. Yep. So I said I wouldn't be surprised if people are just gonna sit out there in their lawn chairs outside that bar and pay for a three dollar beer. <laughs> and listen to the music that way. Yeah. I mean if you're a cheapskate. Well, you can't you can't dance in the streets. How? You got to go there and dance when you're drunk. That's the whole point of going to the polka days. Mick Jagger and David Bowie danced in the streets. Well, they had a permit. (laughs) (laughs) They had a permit. (laughs) Did you ever see that one where they had Mick Jagger and uh, David Bowie, but if there was no music and they were like, oh, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) just just noise. It's like if you're high on mushrooms. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought that was kind of weird. They're implementing that and... uh, Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention about the corn roast. We got a new costume this year for you. No, nah, not for me. Oh, yeah, you're not going to be wearing it. No, you're we still haven't gonna be wearing the old lion. Yeah, yeah we're having uh, one of the other guys. His wife? No, gonna he's going to wear it. He's going to wear it? He said he's going to wear it. He's full of shit. He, that's what we talked about on Friday night. No, he's yep. not going to wear it. He's he going he la- to last 30 minutes in it and go, it's too goddamn hot. What I think should happen is, is he should be sitting there like shaking hands with the kids. And then, like, the lion comes and spears him. <laughs> like A.J. Hawk on yep. the golf outings. Yep. <laughs> Where that one dude comes around. And then I lay him out, and then the, and lion does, the lion does a you can't see me, and then just walks away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. You're going to want to be Give at him the, an RKO. You're going to want to be at the cornrows because you don't know what might happen. Uh, that sounds like if it actually happened, it'd be some pretty bad news. Oh, shit. Well, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. I'll let you go first because I've got so fucking many and you might double up on All what right. I got. So I had to send this to myself because, you know, I just wanted to make sure. All right. I think Give me the Cliff one. Notes first while you search for it. Okay. Cliff Notes. Just what's about? 
Um, well, I had two of them, but I, I'm going to go with this one instead. It was a woman in Marquette County told authorities that a suspect held her at knife point and stole money from a store she worked at, but it turned out it was her husband. <laughs> like, so she didn't know it was her husband or they planned it out? I'll tell you. Okay. This happened in Westfield, Wisconsin. All right. A woman in Marquette County told authorities that a suspect held her at knife point and stole money from a store she worked at, but it turned out it was her husband, that, and she was in on it. Oh, okay. Uh, the armed robbery happened on July 12th. Robert and Heather Weineke were arrested on multiple charges. The armed robbery allegedly happened at the Refuel Pantry Pioneer Westfield Gas Station. <laughs> Try Sounds- saying that how many times? <laughs> I'm like, you guys should shorten up that name. <laughs> yeah, is that how they use uh, <laughs> to see if you're good, okay to drive? Yeah. Okay, say this. <laughs> yeah, the Westfield Pure Pantry Refuel. <laughs> nope, nope. You're uh, the store. You know yeah. all those places just called the store. Short that shit up. Heather, an employee at the gas station, reportedly called nine one one, said that she was held at knife point by an unknown man. She also mentioned that the man took an undisclosed amount of money. She then said that the man held a knife to her neck and forced her to drive him to a farm field. <laughs> farm field? <laughs> After arriving at the field, she claimed to have dropped him off at the vehicle where, or dropped, dropped him off at his vehicle that he was parked in in the area. The phone, her phone also claimed to have been taken so she could not call 911. Authorities determined that her claim was false and, and the unknown man was actually her husband, Robert. Aww. The man taken from the the money taken from the store was reportedly hidden in a remote area and was later found. Robert has been charged with theft, movable property, 10,000 10, to 100,000, party to a crime, a repeater, and a use of a dangerous weapon. Heather has been uh, charged with theft, uh, party to a crime, and obstructing an officer. So that's the uh, only information that has been released thus far. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's several follow-ups that I have that are just short little blips. We all remember the old shabusiness gal yeah. who dismembered her boyfriend after having rough sex and strangling him to death, and then she was on meth and meth? Meth and cut him up and put him in her car, but then forgot his legs and torso and <laughs> some shit. Uh, she went into court and uh, not guilty. <laughs> <laughs> not guilty. Yeah, she put it a not guilty plea. Well, <laughs> it's like... But didn't you deem you her, literally said you forgot the legs. <laughs> didn't they deem her? Didn't she? She was. Oh, they to they de- tried putting her in uh, a psyche valve. Yeah, and she passed it, so <laughs> she's not crazy. No. Well, <laughs> she's crazy. I mean, she's crazy, <laughs> yeah. but she's not clinically insane. I right. guess is how you put that. So we'll follow up on that when the trial comes. Uh, this was funny. I saw. You know how uh, a lot of organizations want to raise awareness and uh, sort of get the word out there if they're having a, you know, a 5K or something for their benefit? Yep. Something like that. So the uh, the Great Lakes Hemophilia Foundation, which is... <laughs> Sounds like... I'm sorry. Hemophilia. I know, hemophilia, but it's almost... <laughs> I'm sorry. Come on, bud. Get your head out of the gutter. The Great Lakes Hemophilia Foundation, which deal hemophilia is like blood disease. Yep. Uh, so to raise awareness for their uh, and to raise donations for the, you know the blood drives and everything, what do you do if you're a blood disease uh, organization in Wisconsin? Yep. You have a Bloody Mary crawl, bud. Come on, that's yeah, a great, that's a good one. Hey, 
we're raising money for blood disease. Go out and have a bloody. So they got a bunch of bars <laughs> together. They got a bunch of bars together to have a Bloody Mary crawl. Really? To donate to the Great Lakes Hemophilia Foundation. I'm guessing they had record fucking profits. <laughs> they, didn't want, they didn't want to take anybody's blood. They yeah. just, <laughs> no, we'll just take your money, have a couple bloodies. That happened back on July 10th. Oh, did it? Okay. I was going to say it last week, but we didn't have the show. Right. It would have been the day of that we would have done the podcast that yep. they were having it. And oh, I would have okay, been yeah. like, shit, we should have gone. Yeah. So, yeah, the Great Lakes Hemophilia Foundation hosted a Best Bloody I'm just, Mary I'm girl. just afraid that I would see too much red. No shit. It was actually at the Resh, too. Was it? Yeah. Oh. So you didn't even have to. You could have took a taxi there if you lived around the Green Bay area. Taxi! And fucking just showed up, got shit hammered, and then got yourself a ride home. That would have been the best fucking. <laughs> what did you do on Sunday? I fucking, uh, I was at a, a big cause. I, <laughs> I was donating to a, a, a blood disease cause. Wow, you're a great human being. Yeah, I got shit-faced. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also have one more bad news, too. Okay. Um, this happened last week, uh, and it turned out that the viral, or the viral, the video went viral then, too. Uh, this happened between two little league teams, and you know how parents are, you know, getting a little too over. Kind of like our buddy playing yeah. adult yeah. little league, getting thrown out. So this happened in Harris County, Texas. Not our buddy; he's just a guy we know. Yeah, uh, this is where it gets really interesting because he, this this man, is a Harris County Precinct Five Sergeant too. Okay. He also coaches little league and has been relieved from his or or has been relieved. Because from the post of a video baseball game that has gone viral. Turns out that the sergeant's team, so I'm assuming his son is on the team. Yeah, so he's They lost in this little league game. I don't know if it was a tournament, championship, whatever ended up happening. But I ended up watching the video. And when all the kids were sitting there, then they were, you know, high-fiving, you know, shaking hands with the, the other team. At the end of the game, the shake hands line. Yep. The older gentleman who is a Harris County sergeant was taking the kids – hands and they showed the video and he's like twisting them as he was shaking them and all of a sudden they had like there must have been like a mic that was nearby and you hear all these kids going he just like hurt my arm and all that well it turns out then what a fucking cunt the unsportsmanlike conduct from the coach is making the rounds it's rounds online and many people are finding the video appalling which it is fucking little kids yeah (laughs) uh the post game high fives in a moment to uh to exemplify sportsmanship, but instead of catching that, it caught now former head coach of the Scorpions, Kenneth Went, doing the opposite. The reason why we found out about it is because the incident, what the kids said after the game about their arm. Well, it turns out that they looked, they realized there was a video of it, and then the players were all sitting there talking about how they were all getting hurt from the guy. They looked back at the video, and... Uh, while he was being, I'm sure the parents were fine with it. They yeah. escort. They ended up escorting him off the premises. Then, while he was being escorted out of the game, which he then said he kept saying, "I'm a cop." Who gives a fuck? You're not a cop right now. The tournament director said, "I don't care if you are a cop or not. You have to leave." Went has been asked not to coach, and his behavior has now sparked an investigation by the Houston Police Department and outside agency. And uh, it turns out that it's being reviewed by the Harris County District's Attorney's Office, and the sergeant involved in the allegations has been relieved of the duty impending or pending the outcome of the investigation. So he lost his job too, on top of the little league. Good, fuck yeah. that guy. 
Like if you if you get a chance, all you have to do is just uh, the Harris County Sergeant Little League, and they I watched the video and you can see it, like they did it, like the fast whatever the, at at real time, mm-hmm. and then they slowed it down. And they zoomed in where he was sitting there and he was taking the kid's arm. Like these kids were like ten years old, eleven, and he's like twisting their arm as they're going by. And then there was like a few where he actually just took like his uh, his top of his hand and like slapped him on the top of the head. What a fuck face. Yeah. Fuck that guy. And he's like, I he hope goes, he gets goiter in his fucking. I, I, I hope he gets goat. Yeah, hope he gets goat and a goiter. Yeah. Well, I got a couple more here. You remember okay. the the guy who uh, got in trouble? The old guy who was a bus driver because he had a couple oh, yeah. of Budweisers in his lunch cooler while the kids yeah. were at the event. So he uh, he's a little bit more trouble now. Why now? Well, see. He was drinking on a field trip, so he got fired from his job. Right. And he was, you know, under investigation for reckless endangerment of a child and DUI while carrying a passenger under 16, something like that. Correct. So part of his, until his trial actually comes up, is like any uh, alcohol-related fence in Wisconsin is absolute sobriety. Yep. So what did this guy do? (laughs) He got arrested going into a liquor store and buying a <laughs> buying a bunch of alcohol. <laughs> he I, he lives in a small town, so I mean he got recognized immediately. Hey, you there? Yeah, you're hey, not supposed to be. Aren't there. you the fucking drunk bus driver? <laughs> so seventy year old James Nelson faces a misdemeanor count of operating while intoxicated with a passenger under sixteen for the April eighteenth incident, and now. He faces a new charge after he allegedly bought a bunch of alcohol at a liquor store in violation of his bond conditions. So, poor guy. Wow. Should have had more friends to go buy the alcohol for you, <laughs> Should have more friends. <laughs> and uh, this last one I got. Oh, update on uh, Amy's campground. The bank is now the, the owner. <laughs> the ba- Well, the bank is auctioning off all her shit right. because... She refuses. She still claims to be but a bank, sovereign citizen. But and, the bank is running it though right now. As, well, yeah, as because big, the know. bank owns the. She owes uh, one point five million dollars yep. in back because she never paid her taxes. Yep. Uh, so yeah, that's uh that's the current situation. She still refuses to get a lawyer. She's representing herself, so uh, she's and, probably going to get the maximum sentence on yep. everything. And good for her. She's fucking crazy. Yep. Fuck that bitch. I agree. Holy Christ. We'll keep you updated on the saga of Amy's campground. <laughs> we'll see how much money the bank gets back from. Holy Christ. Annie, you are not okay. Annie, you are not okay. We should fucking have a, a like a half hour long podcast one day. Just about Annie? Annie, you're not okay. Annie, get help. We need to get Trevor because I know Trevor would have some great lines to just yeah. throw in on that one. And this last story is a fucking rich people being cunts. Yeah. Uh, in Oshkosh, a boat owner. Oh. Did you read about yeah. this? This uh, fucking guy. So I'm looking at this boat. This I saw the has. boat. He's got like four. Let me tell you the story first. So the owner of this boat, who's suspected in a hit and run crash on the river in Winnebago County, uh, there was a paddle boat, a two story paddle boat. Like one of those old school... Kind of the casino ones yeah, that they casino would have. Yeah, casino river boats with yep. the big paddle wheel in the back. Double-decker, you know, like a tour. Yep. It was just touring. Just, you know, day drinking, touring. So this fucking guy with a big old speedboat that's like 
30, 25, 30 feet long. It's got four 300 horsepower Mercs on the back of it. If you had it going full blast, you couldn't, I mean, those boats go almost vertical. Yes. So you can't see what's in front of you. But this guy, apparently he was drinking at a bar beforehand. Shocker. Yeah. So he he was tearing ass down the river. And I don't know if he just didn't see this giant fucking paddle boat, but he ran into it. Sideswiped the shit out of it twice. Injured some of the people on the... There's, uh, I forget how many, it's like 16 counts of uh, assault and uh, something else with a hit and run with a boat. Because he hit him, slowed down, like, saw that he was in trouble and probably... Sped off. Like, he left. was drinking, so yep. he sped off and got arrested three days fucking later. Which then they won't be able to charge him with that because yeah, they won't have Yeah, so they time. can't. But they have video of him drinking at a bar right before getting on the boat. But even if you see him drinking yeah. at the bar, I mean, you He'll can't really. He'll get out of it because yeah. he's rich. This fucking boat costs at least, at least two hundred and fifty, if not $300,000 yep. looking at this thing. It's a giant fucking boat. Uh, this fucking guy, Jason Lindman. Uh, We're blasting his name out. Yeah, fuck this guy. Yeah. They, yeah, so they're going to set him out on a, a signature bond, which means you don't have to pay shit, but there were enough victims there from the paddle boat saying, fuck this guy, make it a cash bond. So the judge made it a cash bond, yeah. $10,000, but he paid it anyway because he's, he's a fucking rich, rich. fucking retard. But a bunch of the people in the area who said they knew him weren't surprised. They're like, yeah, he's a fucking dickhead. Kind of makes you wonder, <clears throat> like, you get some of them, I mean, sh- that happens even here around Shauna Lake. Oh, yeah. You get some, you have like some of these rich assholes who like come in three times a year and then think they own the lake. And they have like that speedboat and they're like just zooming, like doing 80 on the fucking lake. And it's like, dude. Well, how many videos do you see where people are fishing and all of a sudden a boat's just bearing down on them? They don't see them. Here's an idea. Okay. They should never be allowed. They should not. Okay. I remember when this guy should never be able to own a boat ever again. I can remember when even Shauna Lake used to not be, well, like, now Shano is a recreational lake. That's what it is. Yeah. If you want to go fishing, good luck, bud. Not in summer. Yeah. Ice fishing. You know, this makes me actually think, because I was uh, talking to uh, one of the guys that I work with. He said he went to he went on Loon Lake last week. He took his, uh, he took his uh, uh, those uh, canoes, those fishing canoes. Oh, kayaks. Kayaks, yeah. Uh, he took his whatever. He showed me a picture he got himself a 42-inch northern out of there. Holy fuck. Okay. And he says, you want to know what's really, he's like, you know really nice? He's like, nobody is on this, like, you know. Yeah, because it's no wake. Yeah. So you can't take a And I thought boat. about it. I'm like, shit. I'm like, I almost thought to myself, I go, fuck, I should just put an ice shack out there next year. <laughs> or this year, you know, because nobody hardly ice fishes on it. Put your ice shack it's on it. It's hard to get to. It's, well, I mean, there's no public land. Well, yeah, there, there is, is yeah, that there is. one by on T-Mart. the channel. By T-Mart. Yeah, on the channel yeah. there, too, there is one, but I wouldn't trust the channel one. Or just even take bring a pop-up just to take one day. Yeah, pop-up just to go a couple days. Because then you ain't got to worry about, you know, somebody that's... That's one thing about ice fishing, what really sucks is you could get your ice shack out there, and all of a sudden you'll walk out, like, three or four days later by your ice shack, and there's you realize... six people around you. Yep. No courtesy. Oh, no. Yeah. That sucks. So fuck Jason Lindman. That's yep. what I... Fuck him. <laughs> Ooh, fuck you it. and your boat. I guarantee he's an ugly, sick son of a bitch, too. No, they had a... He looked like, oh, how, why am I getting... I, fuck I him. Shut the, I shut the uh, 
or I'd close the page I had open on my phone. Well, just like he looked like a cunt. He looked like somebody you'd go, "Fuck this guy." Fuck this guy. So fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. The other thing that was weird that I was. So how much do you know about the Incredible Hulk? Lou Ferrigno. Well, it's it's factored into this story. How much do I know about him? So what's like uh, personally or like just about like all the movies you've seen and everything? What's uh what's the Incredible Hulk's real name? Like when he's the uh, oh. human form. Ah oh, shit. Oh, fuck, I should know this. Bruce because Banner. That was it because I can remember when he was because uh, he was uh, on Everybody Loves Raymond. Bill Bix or not Bill Bixby? Uh, Edward Norton. Everybody loves Raymond. Yeah, the, the TV show. He was. Oh no, sorry, not not Whoa. Kings of Queens. He was their neighbor. Oh, Lou Ferrigno yeah. was. Okay, but here's the thing: in all the comics, yeah, and all the movies, it's Bruce Banner. Okay, that's the that's how Stan Lee wrote him in the comics and everything. Correct. Doctor Bruce Banner. Did you know in the Lou Ferrigno TV series they changed his Bill Bixby was the actor. Uh, who played the doctor. They called him Dr. David Banner. David Banner, and David Banner is also a rapper? Well, that's why that's why David, he, David Banner. That's why he named himself that. Are you serious? After <laughs> the Incredible Hulk series. Really? I didn't know that. David, 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 Banner, 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 Banner. So, Excuse me, miss. So Whoops. I always wondered that because I had gotten into an argument with somebody. I'm like, no, it's David Banner. And they're like, no, it's fucking Bruce Banner. And I'm like, that does seem right. I'm like, where the fuck did I get David Banner from? They named him, they changed his name to David Banner in the TV series. So okay. I got curious and I started wondering why. So I came across this article that said, The Incredible Hulk's absurd reason for changing Bruce Banner's name in the TV series. So it goes on to some people said it's because the producer's kid's name was David, so they changed it to David, but a lot of people said, No, that's not it. Uh, it came down to what a bunch of people said was that. Uh, Obviously, the idea for a fairly common name like Bruce carries an inherent... Uh, uh, wait a second, I'm getting ahead of myself here. <laughs> so, comic book fans were uh, thought that the re reasoning was laughable for this change when they found out that CBS executives demanded that the name Bruce not be used because it was, quote-unquote, too gay. <laughs> They feared that the audience would believe Bruce Banner was a homosexual. <laughs> what? <laughs> Apparently, the name Bruce was too gay back then. So, <laughs> so they if I see anybody named Bruce, it'd be like, that must Yeah, <laughs> just a bunch of Bruces. Yep. Fucking. Quit acting like such a Bruce. God, you're such a Bruce. <laughs> so, God, you're so Bruce. <laughs> so all the comic book fans thought it laughable that... Just because the, they thought the name Bruce carried an inherent association with being gay, uh, that any, anyone named that must be therefore gay themselves. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's the absurd reason that they named him that in the fucking TV series. Wow, Bill Bixby's character was Doctor David Banner because Bruce was just too gay. Just too gay. <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck, that made me laugh this morning. Yeah, that, that, yeah. So that's all I got for bad news. Yep, that's all I had too. So going on, uh, when is he coming to fucking town? Getting to our comedian of the week. I don't know if I want to do this first or the cards first. Uh, let's do a comedian, then we'll go to jump to cards. Okay. Our comedian of the week this week is uh, Shane Smith. Uh, 
quite an odd dude that made it into uh, stand-up comedy because as a child, not a child, but like a teenager, he became wrapped up in an actual gang and he's got like tattoos all the way up and down his neck. Uh, He does a bunch of bits on why that was a horrible idea. But in this bit he's got that we're going to play for, he talks about after he went through sort of, uh, he went to prison as a teenager or, you know, like youth prison, whatever they call that. Juvenile. Juvenile uh, jail. After getting out and trying to uh, get his act together, he uh, helped out at a youth camp for people that might have been going down the wrong road like he was. Um, So let's, let's hit this. (laughs) this is my job now this is my job but i used to have a day job i used to have a day job working with disabled kids that's true and here's a real thing you've never been insulted until a kid with autism insults you yeah yeah i'll give you an example working with this kid this 11 year old kid he's autistic one of my favorite clients i ever worked with loved this guy okay he's like hey i want to go to the mall i want to go to the lego store will you take me i was like yeah man i'll take you So I'm driving him to the Lego store, okay? I'm having a terrible day. He can totally tell. It's written all over my face, okay? It's the only thing that's not. And I'm, you know, I'm having, so I'm having this terrible day, and he can tell, and he wants to cheer me up. So this little kid, he looks over at me, puts his hand on my shoulder, and he goes, Shane, you're the coolest person I know. And then he looks out the window, and he goes, I gotta meet more people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And to this day, I don't know if he was being mean or if that was the autism. What was that? What? So I left him at the Lego store, you know? He's their problem now. (laughs) All right, you guys. I'm going to tell you one more story and then we're going to get out of here. Cool? Last story coming down the pipe. Now, this one's going to get a little weird. I need you all to stay on board. The payoff is worth it, okay? I promise you. It's going to get real weird. Stay with me, okay? Now, here's the deal. I, before I worked with kids, I was a professional criminal. I was a gang member for about four years. That's true. And I know some of you were like, what? Earlier in the act, you said you weren't a gangster. Well, yeah, that's the first rule of the streets. Trust nobody, okay? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I was a gang member. And when I tell people that, a lot of the time they're like, whoa, were you a crip or were you a blood? And I'm like, that's not how it works. You don't just go out for the big gangs like it's a college or something, you know? No one's like, I want to be a blood, but the Latin kings are my safety gang, you know? <laughs> You don't, you don't try to be in a gang. It just happens to you. Usually you're in denial. People are like, I think you're a criminal. And you're like, there's no way I'm a criminal. I work at Hot Topic, okay? There's no way. There's no way. You know, Tupac was never like, brop, brop, brop. Oh no, I'm late for my shift at the mall. And then left, you know? That's not how it works. But eventually it sneaks up on you and you're kidnapping someone for, for money and you're telling your friend like, how cool is it we're making money to do this? Oh, that's right. I'm a criminal now. Okay, cool. You know, it gets serious fast. Also, you guys, no one be awkward. It's not what you think. It was just mostly like violent crimes and robberies and stuff, okay? <laughs> so, during this time when I was a criminal, all right, I had a best friend. Now, his name was Angry Anton. 
Not a clever nickname, all right? Just an angry guy. You know, sometimes you meet people and their like, nickname is Little John, but they're seven feet tall. And you're like, oh, that's cute. It was not that, okay? It was just lazy, lazy nicknaming. He was just angry all the time. He was very scary. He was bigger than me. He was way more heavily tattooed than me. And I know a lot of you are like, how is it even possible to be more heavily tattooed than you? His entire face was completely covered, 100%. So he was basically like if you got a second grader and you pulled them to the side and you're like, draw me what you think a murderer looks like. And then they drew him and you'd be like, that is way correct. That's so correct. That's so scary. Where are your parents, you know? He's so scary. Just a few stories to like reiterate how scary he is. Once we were at a restaurant and we were in the bathroom and in this particular restaurant they had like an area where all their toiletries were where you could just get to them and we were stealing them, okay? Because you know, we just, we wanted toiletries, we're not going to pay for them. So we have a backpack and we're stuffing like toilet paper and soap and all this stuff. We're stealing. A uniformed police officer walks into the bathroom while we're stealing, sees us, Anton stands up, says, what's up, to the police officer, and the police officer said, excuse me, closed the door, and left the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, eventually I was like, I gotta get out. And so when you get out, the government helps you usually. You have to cut ties with your friends, your family, everybody who has any tie to that lifestyle, okay? And move on, and usually the government will give you a job to help you move on before so that you don't end up in prison. Sometimes the government lets you work with disabled kids, all right? Yeah, I know, they should change that. So anyway, <laughs> it worked out for me, but I feel like maybe not so much for other people. And. <laughs> so, I have this new job, I have this new life. Now, uh, Anton was a bad person. Objectively, yes. I agree with all of you. He was a bad person. But also, he was always good to me. He was a loyal friend. I'd known him forever. I couldn't get rid of him. I kept him around in my life just a little bit. Just talking to him through emails, being his friend, okay? Trying to be there for him. So I'm moving on with this new life. It's like a year later, and I'm working at this facility for disabled kids, okay? Now, working at this facility, I worked with a lot of Christian people. I worked with a lot of LDS people, Mormon people, and they're all like really jazzed up to work with me. All these upright, good people, and then me, you know? And they're just like, oh man, isn't Shane cool? Knowing about my past, like, he says the S word sometimes. <laughs> crazy, you know? So they're way jazzed up to work with me, and it's going pretty well. Now, at work, there's this guy named Mike, okay? Now, Mike had a weekend job working at a summer camp, okay? And one day, Mike comes up to me, and he's like, hey, I work at this camp, all right? And we just barely got this group of new kids, this new program we're doing. Now, these are kids that are going down the same path you went down when you were a kid, okay? They're making all the same mistakes, and they're going down the same path. Would you like to come, give them a talk, maybe try and set them straight, make them work out, do like some boot camp stuff, and just trying to like teach them the right ways to do things? And I'm like, yeah, man, anything to keep kids from going down the same road I went down, you know? Anything to stop kids from doing the gang life. And he's like, all right, and if there's anyone you want to bring with you to help, let me know. And I was like, I know just the guy, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... It's the weekend, and we show up to work with these kids, and he's like, hey, the counselor who normally, normally works with these kids isn't here, but the kids are in this barn. So he brings me and Anton to this barn, okay? Yeah, all these kids are there, 
and they do not look happy. And he's like, these are the kids. I'm going to go down the way and like play guitar or do whatever, do crafts. I don't know what he did, you know? And he's like, I'm going to do this. Now you guys are going to talk to these kids, make them work out, set them straight. And we were like, oh, we got this. So he leaves and immediately we start laying into these kids, okay? We are saying a lot of things to these kids. We're yelling at them. One of them looks Anton in the face and he's like, if you make eye contact with me again, I will pluck yours out and eat them. Yeah, I was like, whoa, two, where you leave yourself nowhere to go from there, you know? Where you can't just open up without eat your eyes. That's too much. You have nowhere else to go, you know? So we're just yelling at these kids. We're screaming at them. We're making them work out. They're doing push-ups. They are not pumped. It's like 2004, so we find the kid with like the puka shell necklace. He's the leader. We're just, we're really giving it to him, you know? And so eventually one of these kids stands up and he's like, I'm not doing another push-up. And we're like, uh, you know, you are going to do one. And Anton gets right in his face and he says, do push-ups or consequences. And the kid says, my parents will sue you. So a couple minutes later, he's choking this kid, right? So hard. He's choking so, and so all the other kids are freaking out now. And they're just like, Shane, do something. And I'm like, what, so I can get choked too? No way, you know? I'm the, he's done this to himself. So now, so now everyone's doing push-ups. They're doing so many push-ups, okay? They're so scared. And now people are crying so much. There's crying a lot, way too much. And I'm just like, these gangster kids are like, all of them are crying. So much snot. And I'm just like, we can see you crying. Like, get it together, you know? You're embarrassing. And that's when I'm like, what is with all these kids crying? And like, parents sue you? Bad kids don't have parents. And then I'm like, so I'm like, I got to figure something out. So I'm like, Anton, are you going to be okay alone with these kids? And he's like, I got it. Cool. So I go down the way to talk to Mike. I'm like, hey, Mike, what's going on? Uh, nothing weird going on back there. Uh, you want to tell me some more about these kids, how they're going down the wrong path, the same path I went down? And he's like, yeah, man, these are just kids that are like not listening to their parents. Some of them fell asleep in church, you know, <laughs> sloughing class. I'm like, oh, okay, uh, cool. I'm going to go now. Yeah, not gang members, just moderately bad Mormons, okay? <laughs> These kids are not, they're not ready for the heat we are bringing, okay? I thought they were like hardened killers. They're so soft. These are just soft white kids. I don't, I'm so worried. And then I have left them alone. <laughs> With Anton. Grown men shouldn't be alone with him. I'm running back to the barn, okay? I practically kick open the door. Inside the barn, everyone is shirtless for no reason, okay? All the kids have formed a circle, and in that circle, two kids are fighting to the death, Thunderdome style. Hard crying. Anton is just egging him on, and I'm like, dude, shut it down. Like, it's up. What is happening? Like all the kids in the corner and he's like, what's going on? And I'm like, get these kids over here. And he's like, talk to me. What's going on, man? And I was like, dude, we are, we're in so much trouble. Like, dude, we're going to jail for sure. Like we've said so these, these kids, he's like, what's going on? I'm like, they're not gangsters. They're just like 
falling asleep in church. And he's like, I've never even been to church. I was like, I know, okay? I, I, we've said so many things. You choked a kid, pretty sure that happened, okay? Uh, I think I told another kid I'd kill his dog. We've said so many things. We're going to prison, you know? We're going to prison for sure. And he's like, dude, I got this. Don't worry about it, I got this. And I'm like, okay. So he lines all the kids up and he's like, hey everyone, you're reformed. And he's like, they're like, yes, we are reformed. Please make it stop. And he's like, you're good, you're good, you're all reformed. And he goes, here's the deal. Uh, if any of you tell anyone about this ever, we will kill all of you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they're so scared. And so <laughs> we're standing there and uh, we're like, okay, it's over. So we left. We left that weekend. I'm like, basically, wait. I just go home. I'm like, I just wait for the police to come collect me. You know? <laughs> Going to jail for real. And uh, didn't happen. Two days go by. No jail. Work with Mike. Two shifts. Never mentions it. Uh, it's been about ten years now. Not one of those kids snitched on us. Yeah. Yeah. Not one of those kids said a single word to us. Or to anyone. About anything about us. Which is crazy. I'd like to think a lot of those kids are 12, 13. Okay? It's been about 10 years. <laughs> They're very young, okay? It's, it's been so long. It's been like 10 years now. And I'd like to think that some of those kids are like now graduating from Ivy League schools. And they're just like, yeah, once I fell asleep in church and I got my act together because my mom hired gang members. <laughs> one of them choked us. Another one threatened to kill my dog. I never did anything wrong again. Thank you so much, everyone. Shane Smith, everybody. That guy is fucking hilarious. That's one of the he, better bits I've ever. And you look at him and you think to yourself, "This guy is a comedian." Yeah, he looks like a like a. He reminds me. Of, he reminds me of Corey Graves. Yeah, or but not as tough. He looks like a. Who's here, Tony or no, Dino? Dino. He looks like a protester. Yeah. or some shit. But he's gonna be at the skyline. Uh, next weekend, 22nd, 23rd. So go see him. Jason Muse from Jay and Silent Bob. Yep. He's going to be there August 4th through the 6th. So. Hey, Dino. Are, hey, Dino's here. Um, but then uh, right before we go August 12th to the Rafter game, I've got a concert to go through called The Dead South. I've seen them once before in Wisconsin Dells, but they're going to be in Green Bay. So. We got to go see them. Wait, Dino just told us some new, some news. The Green Bay Packers bus, you know, where all the players do their, and he said that they're. What do you want to do? They take this on the road to go chase them down? No, he said they're at Quit Trip and they're handing out gift cards, free gift cards. Well, did you get one? Well, what the what fuck? The fuck? Didn't even take a Snapchat or nothing? No, gone. Did you not, did you give them our social medias? <laughs> Get those cards open. Nobody can hear him on the mic anyway. <laughs> okay. You got to quit having conversations with people who aren't on the mic. Hello. Yeah. Okay. You pick one and I'll take the other one. Okay. You pick which one will uh, Big Daddy's got open and. You're going to have to eat the gum if I get the bad pack. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who's opening them first? You or me? Who's going first? You know, you pick. I'm uh, going first. All right. Good the, old 1987 Tops baseball, ladies and gentlemen. The elusive Barry Bonds. I, or a Bo Jackson. I'll take one of them. I wonder if I'll get the Spring Fever baseball. Might get a ticket. How's the gum look? Ugh. It's tinted. 
around the edges. Actually, there's some pink in the middle. Well, I could, <laughs> I could, I'll do it. If Lick I have it. To. Hey, there we go. 1987 Spring Fever Baseball. Win a trip for four for the 1988 spring training of your choice. Speaking God, of, God, I want to turn one of those in. See if the address is still valid. Yeah. Be like, we here at Tops Baseball. All right. For the Mets, a catcher, Wally Backman. Nobody knows who that guy is. Nor the White Sox, Daryl Boston. He's got some pretty cool. Look at these glasses he's wearing. He's got aviators. About their reading glasses. Are they For really? the Giants, pitcher Mike Kruko. Holy shit. Don't know him. Indians, Rich Yet. Don't know him. And still not there yet. Ah, <laughs> Toronto Blue Jays. Kelly Gruber. Oh, Gruber. Yeah, Kelly Gruber. I don't know him at not all. Not from Gruber Law Offices. Damn it. <laughs> One call. That's, that's all. all. Leo Durham for the Cubs. Detroit Tigers. Eric King. Uh, Cardinals. Greg Matthews. Nobody good yet. The Dodgers. Mariano Duncan. Not good. Not looking good. The Indians, Greg Swindell. He's actually, yep. I know him. Yep. Holy shit, this is the old school Mariners logo. Mike Brown. Don't know him, but that's a cool logo. Hey, look at that. The senior Griffey, Ken Griffey for the Atlanta Braves. Really? Griffey Sr. That's a good one. No, it's not. It's the name. But this one's good. Don't this fucking tell me. This one's a redeemer. An all-star card of... The Iron Horse, Cal Ripken Jr. Holy sh- yeah, nice. Wow. That's a good one. Yep. All right, I got one good one. Well, hold on, I got a Steve Trout for the Cubs. He's not bad, but hey, another all-star for the National League. For maybe the most famous of the Mets for cocaine, Dwight Gooden. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> All right, I got two left here. The Twins, Alan Anderson, nobody knows him. And the one that the gum was stuck to, Ron Hassey for the White Sox. So I got two right, good cards. you got cards. two good ones. All right. And one mediocre card in Steve Trout. Right. I wonder if he's I, I wonder if he's uh, related to Mike Trout. That's a good actually. I wonder if that's his I'm going to look that up while you're banging through your Oh, oh did you have an orgasm? No, it's what the gum is on. Well, if it's not Barry Bonds, I don't care. Yeah, but it's... Uh, if it's Bo Jackson. Steve Trout. Shit. Carlton Fisk. Eh, Pudge. Whatever. Son of a bitch. It's not like we're going to get these graded and sell them unless it's a Barry Bonds. Yeah, that is true. We are going to... So, have... who gives a fuck? All right, here we go. Phillies. Tom Hume. Oh, the White Sox, I didn't notice they had the number on their pants like that. Oh, they did? Look on his left leg. Oh, yeah, I can see it right there. That's cool. Uh, National League, or no, American League All-Star, Dave Varghetti. I remember him. Jerry Russ from the Dodgers. Nobody knows. Steve Carlton from the White Sox. Yeah, that's a good one. Mark Salas from the Twins. Nope. Donnie Hill from the Athletics. Nope. Bip Roberts from nope. the Padres. Nope. Burn it. Dan... Belladello. Put them in your bikes, the, folks. <laughs> Steve Jeltz from the Phillies. Trash. Larry Hender, or Herndon nope. from the Detroit Tigers. <laughs> Floyd Humans. Humans. Yes. 
from the Expos, <laughs> Joe Cowley from the Sox, Glenn Davis from the Astros, Adriano Lopez from the Astros, and Paul Zuvelo, Zavella from the yeah, that was pretty shitty. So I got two All-Stars, and you got two White Sox. Yep. I might have to flip a coin. I don't know. Cal Ripken Jr. is pretty good. I don't know. BD, or I mean, uh, Dino, what do you think? Who has the better Who had the better pack? Boom. Eat that gum. <sighs> All right. Here we go. Uh, you're going to get hepatitis, or maybe it's the cure for hepatitis. Maybe you should have had this, and then you wouldn't have got food poisoning. <laughs> All right. Throw that in the trash. Yep. There we go. Gross. Nothing a few beers can't wash away. Ugh. No, uh, Steve Trout was the son of Major League pitcher Dizzy Trout. Dizzy Trout? <laughs> Dizzy so, Trout? Yeah. He's Did- the son of former Major League pitcher Dizzy Trout. Had the nickname Rainbow. Get it? Rainbow Trout. And his son was named Brooke. <laughs> no, that was an old guy. But no no relation to Mike no? Trout. No, okay. So well, that answers that question. Obviously, we did not get the elusive uh, Barry Bonds or the Bo Jackson yet. Or the Bo Jackson Wouldn't rookie. Wouldn't that be the shit if all of a sudden I it was I think so dunk- far the best card we got is the Mark McGuire rookie. Yeah. I don't know, the Cal Ripken Jr., but that's an all-star. If an it was all-star a, card. Yeah, if it's it was, not like a rookie card or anything. Yeah. Be pretty cool if it was. Oh, um, also, I want to just let everybody know. So, we've been discussing in the town, we were talking about how banners. Um, and I talked to the public works director, and he said that if you guys ever want to have a banner, just Live let me know. Live from the 715 banner through in the village. I'm going to put it right next to the light pole on my house. And then, right next to it, he's going to have a <laughs> peekaboo's, <laughs> peekaboo's gentleman's club. <laughs> It's not going to be. By the, the name way, of did you it. notice the jersey I'm wearing today? Yeah, bad news bears. Chico's bail bonds. Let freedom ring. <laughs> <laughs> wearing this today to the Mud Hens game. Dino, did you buy any tickets? Okay, you did. Okay. So we all got tickets. Uh, it is 107. We got to. We got. We got. Uh, we'll start wrapping her up. Yeah. Got to be out of here in about 15 to make it to the game because right. I got to go pick up Big Tim. Yep. He's got to pick up Big Tim, and uh, I'm riding with you. Okay. So other than that, like I said, we got a, uh, well, anytime Robert actually stops by, he was supposed to be by today, he was supposed to, actually last week's the only time he was like, hey, when's the podcast? And that was the day I was fucking sick. Yeah. Otherwise, the other weekends, he's like, oh, I'm not going to make it, because he stays up till 3 a.m. drinking with his not-girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, didn't they go to a concert yeah. last night? Yeah, you know, how you... You go to fucking concerts and out to dinner all the time with a girl who's not your girlfriend. Right. It's totally normal. And then, then you just stop talking to each other, yeah. and, then, and then you're back all For a being... week, and then you're just, yeah. I you did, know how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> I did find out, though, one thing. Um, so, you know how the good vibes, they have the brewer bus on September 30th? I was like, you know, I'm like, I'm, I want to go, but then I remember that I have a wedding that I'm going to be attending the day after. And I'm like, I know I'm going to be getting severely hammered, so I'm going to have to pass on the Brewer game. I'm probably not going to be able to make it now either. Yeah, because got Colin Lizzie's wedding the day yeah. a- next day. so, And I know I'm going to be drinking heavily for that. Yeah. You're not DJing that, are you? All I have to do is actually just the uh, introductions to the head table, and then my other DJ takes over for the rest of the night. And is that I'm- the dude who did Brad's? Yes. 
He's a good dude. He's a good guy. Yeah. He's really good. He's a really good guy. Yeah, good guy. That guy. And what's nice is he's going to bring <laughs> his own equipment and all that too. So yeah, there I don't were, have to do no. When he did, Brad's, it was pretty. Sound oh, was really good inside the that way, barn. I uh, so I had to do yesterday. I uh, did holy a, shit, adult a fucking pond party. Snap, you fucking sent me. I got jealous real quick. Yeah, I did an adult pond party in Suamico, and it was at adult this, as in they were just not like. You know, adult as in they're all of age, not adult yes. as in triple X. So I was talking to the family. I was talking to the parents who own it. Um, very nice couple. Um, they want, as they said, we built this because we want everybody to built have this memories. City. They're like, this we is. We built this city on um, rock. He owns and his roll. own. He owns his own um, landscaping company. They're warm. <laughs> no, uh, you keep talking. I'm talking him off mic. <laughs> um. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, because I zoomed in on the snap map. I'm like, that guy's got a lot of fucking equipment around his house. He does. I'm it, like, he must be a construction baron. Yeah, uh, he said it was all farm field, and he turned it into what he wanted to do for that. Uh, he had this giant, from the snap you showed, he had a giant pond. And when I say giant, I'm talking you could fit 100 pontoons on it. Yep. And he had this gazebo out on a dock. It yep. was a roof on it, and, you know, like, if you look at those uh, tropical resorts, that's what it looked like. That's what he said he wanted. He said and him I was and like, his, fuck this guy. Him and his <laughs> wife love Hawaii so much they wanted to bring back, and so, like, those plants are literally, like, Hawaiian evasive. Or, yeah, um, not, not evasive. Not invasive, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh, but, they fucking came in here and took our <laughs> land. <laughs> There's there's the species of the one. <laughs> Shut up, God. So anyway, uh, yeah, and um, he told me he's God like damn Hawaiians. <laughs> <laughs> Is it funny, deal? Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> you fucker. All right. So anyway, but yeah, he um, he he's like they wanted to bring back. He loved the Hawaiian feel so much that that's what he wanted to turn it into. Yep. Um, so they do an adult pond party. Does he still think that when he puts out tip-ups on that pond <laughs> yeah. in December? <laughs> so then, anyway. What's a Hawaiian tip-up look like? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but he said this is the only time that they. It's only nobody can bring their kids or nothing. You have to be 21 oh, or so older. Oh, so that's what you meant by adult pond yeah. party. And okay. uh, there was a lot of women running around. They must have not put their tops off because you didn't send me any snaps like I requested. Funny thing you should you say You son that. of a bitch! I don't want to hear it now! Okay, no. Here, here's the funny so, uh, Last night after I got done, I stopped at Wayne's. Okay? Keeping it all to yourself, no. are you? So I stopped at Wayne's. I had to go and sign in. So I went and had a beer. Mm. And then Wayne, Wayne got there and Wayne's like, well, what were you doing today? I'm like, well, I, I did an adult pond party. He's like, huh. And so I showed him the video and the pictures of the place. And he goes, where are the ones of the naked girls? And I go, I don't have any. Well, then it wasn't an adult pond party. Yeah. See? I'm like, you Wayne son of a knows. bitch. Yeah. Wayne's not stupid. Yeah. Why don't you play some of that EDM music and get them girls? Oh, they were. Well, why didn't I get any pictures? Be a perv for once in your life. Well. Son of a bitch. Do you want to come there next year? Yes, I'll be your, I got to carry the speakers no. guy. No. Here's the thing. The, the people that own it says, next year, bring your friends. Well, I'm going to wear a Speedo. <laughs> I'll scare everybody. Well, they have a there. bar. They have a bar, a tiki bar. They had that tiki bar in the lounge area right there. They have TVs. Oh, Tim Kelly's calling. Whatever. Anyway, I saw this place and I was like, pretty goddamn yep. jealous. Are you at home? And there's no way that some girl didn't have her tits just flopping out. 
Because uh, whenever you're around a rich person like that, women just seem to be like, yeah, this guy will... Yeah, oops. Oops, I lost my top. Yeah. But, I mean, the... I can't wait till we're rich and we win the Mega Millions. I'll tell you this right now. Right, if Dino? I would be rich, that's exactly what I would do. Exactly what that guy did with his house. What you guys should do if you're listening... Oh. You know what? Maybe we should uh, start our... We got a little group of four of us called Powerball Losers. There's my Mega Millions number. I got two of them. Well, put it in the group chat. Yeah. So we know. Okay. So we... uh, The four of us, if we... If you want to join in, contact us on... uh, Maybe we'll get a live from the 715 lottery pool going on social medias. What do you think of that, Hollow? I think that'd be a get great all, idea. Get all of our listeners to buy a Mega Millions ticket or a Powerball ticket when it yeah. gets real high, and then we all split it. I think that'd be a great idea. Well, we got four people so far, so if you want to be part of it, you'd contact us on our social medias or email us at live from 715 at com. And lately, I've been on our Instagram account a lot more, adding to our Reels story. Like, I just go through Reels when I'm bored, and some of them are real fucking good. So... If you go on our page, you'll see like five or six reels on there that are pretty fucking good. Yeah, I know. All right, let's wrap this okay, up. Okay, Dino, you want to hit that um, that third? He doesn't know. Just hit it. All right. Bye. Love Bye. you. There we go. I have the last word. Like hell you do. Dino, you want the last word? Powerball loser. Fans can stick it, brother!